Okay, so we're going to jump back into our learning about Ezra Hashem Yisbarach. Continuing our study of Anabakayach. This is the fourth shear in Anabakayach. We're taking it stanza by stanza, line at a time, and getting into really the incredible aimic, the incredible depth that there is in every word, and in every inflection, and in every nuance, and every Rosh of this incredible tefillah by Rabbi Nechunim and Akana Yagan with a focus as to why we're dafka saying this tefillah in Kabbalah Shabbos. We say it in Karbanis as well in the morning. We also say it before the Chadaydi. What's the depth of that? Why is it instituted dafka to be said at that time? And we've been exploring the incredible aymek of, of every line and every word. And so, as Hashem, this, this particular shir sponsored Latzlacha Raba. And Brias, good health for Yitzchak ben Dino Yuta, Shashar Malka Bas, Yechabed Rivka. That's Hashem, should have all kinds of bracha, mazla, and atzlacha in their lives. That's Hashem. So, so let's jump into the third stanza. No gibar darshi chutcha kvava shamrim. Like I mentioned last week, I had a very difficult avoida um, of having to select, really, from among, you may have 30 pages on this. And so I just, I tried to take out, there was a lot that I had to leave out, and it's, it's unfortunate. I really encourage everybody to get the safer if you can, to learn it properly from Ruben Sasson that we've been learning from. And there's still, even though I managed to cut out a lot, there's still a lot here. And so with Hashem's help, we're going to try as, as much as we can to go as quickly as we can, but it's deep and it's nuanced and need a lot of Godspeed, as they say, to the crew for this one. Okay. So... On a simple level, like we translated in our first introductory shir to Anabakayach, we're saying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Na Gibar, please, Gibar, powerful one. Which means, those that are seeking your unity, we're going to learn about what that means, like the pupil of an eye, Shamrim Garda. And this, as we're going to see, is rooted in Pesukim and Navi that refer to something that needs to be guarded as the eye, for the simple level that in our human physiology, HaKadosh Baruch Hu built in that there's this teva, it's an amazing thing. We have a part of our body that has another built-in part of the body, a hood, that's meant, hey, great to see you, thanks for coming, that's meant, there are marmakami sheets here, that are meant to go down and, and, and cover it and be lifted back up and so metaphorically, we're saying, guard us. Guard us like the pupil, the eyeball is guarded by the eyelid that goes down over it. So if Cook says, Knesset Yisrael direshes ki yichud Hashem ba'olim. He says, Am Yisrael's whole tafkid in the world is to seek the oneness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world and to believe that nothing happens in this world disconnected from everything else. There's one author of this story, so there's no detail that's not part of the plot. Not multiple, multiple authors. There's one author. And if there's one author, then everything that comes out of his pen, so to speak, or, or you know, out of the keyboard that he's typing on, whatever, it's, it's from him. That means that everything is unified. Everything is connected. Everything, everything is one. Not just that there's one Hashem. That's one understanding of what Yichud Hashem Ishma Yisrael Hashem Lekeno Hashem Echad on a simple level means there's only one creator and there's not multiple creators. It's good. But we're saying that it means something much deeper than that. Not just that there's only one Hashem but that there's only one anything. There's only one anything. 
Because in as much as everything is literally brought into being by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Hashem is one, so Mamela, there's a yichud, there's a oneness in everything as well. It's a different, it's a different layer. It's a different level of understanding. So Knesset Yisrael, the collective Jewish soul, Am Yisrael as a whole, is sent down to this world and journeyed throughout history from our Sinai on for the purpose of to seek to live a life of awareness of the unity in the world. And to work toward an ultimate eventuality where the whole of humanity is bound together for one purpose. Aguda achas means in one binding, like eged on a lulav. Lasses with sain chabalev of shalim, like we say, lashin and tefillah, to do Akarish Baruch's will with whole, whole hearts, one hearts, not different energies inside of us. That itself is the opposite of the yichud of Hashem. Whole, whole, full, one, complete. Ubishvil harayon zeh. Says Rav Kook, because we have this idea, that's constantly pulsating within our collective heart. This is what we want from the world. We want to see all of humanity unified under our collective source as children from one father so that all of humanity can stop looking at the differences. We can start to look at the essential sameness that all of us are created and that each of us have a mission, have a purpose, and that the Beis HaMikdash is supposed to be a house of prayer, a house of tefillah, not just for the Jewish nation, but Kibesi Beis Tefillah Yikari L'chol Ha'amim. And the whole Rosh Hashanah, the whole tefillah, we're busy saying psukim like this, V'yedu kol pa'o ki ata pa'alta v'yavin kol yitzur. We daven, not just that we should, it'd be nice enough, forget about Am Yisrael, if I could. Yeah, like, we just talk about the individual, but we talk about all of humanity. And Aleinu Deshabeach, every single day, three times a day, we're reminding ourselves of the broadest mission that we have possible. Which is v'yed ak kalbasar? What's the beginning of it? Ha v'kabuchula mas al machusecha. All of these terminologies that we're using is pointing to this ultimate reality. So because of this ubeshvil harayon azeh, because of this feeling, this thought, this motivation, this ambition, hamif am tamid belibam shal yisrael, which is all the time pulsing in our hearts. So he says, Rabbim Kamim Aleyhem. This causes a lot of hatred upon Am Yisrael, a lot of fear. Because essentially what we're calling for is that other people should stop running after Shtusim and should start connecting to a much bigger, broader way of looking at what's possible for the human race. And therefore, it's Rikhamim Shmir Mikol Tzad. And that's ultimately why Am Yisrael needs so much Shmira. And it has to be done with tremendous force, tremendous power to guard Am Yisrael. When we go out on this mission, not to just tuck ourselves into some corner of the earth and just keep our head down. We're meant to conquer the world. I mean, today's Gimel Tamas, the yard side of Lubavitch Rebbe, famously, famously, his thing was in, in Yiddish, to Karavelt, right? Famously. Karavelt Haint means turn over the world. To conquer the world. This is Mamash what we should do. Not to play defense all the time. Play offense. We have we have what what it takes to Mamash bring the world to Hashem. And he says that could that could be the cause of some some unpleasantness. Yeah. Do we understand the word Gibor here to just mean strength in the in the more the simple way, whatever? Or connects to what we were saying last week about the Gibor as in the, the, the withholding strength specifically? 
it seems from from what Rav Kook is saying, it sounds like it sounds like it's talking about like a forceful guarding. You know, like a person closes their eyes tight shut so that nothing gets in. That's that's like using the metaphor of kavava shamrim, the eyelid. That that's what I'd say. Um, but it's all connected, you know. And gibar, of course, in this context, even though we're going to learn, we really need two hours for this, but we're going to learn. I'm going to try my best, but we're going to learn that um, this stands as connected tiferes, as connected Yaakov Avinu, which we're going to get into right away. Remember that we learned that the whole anabekayach is the energy of kavura, right? The whole shame membeis is the shame roshetevis meisibereish is the energy of of constriction, limitation. And so we're channeling that here, even though it's not a stanza of Gevura. Last week was the stanza of Gevura, was Yitzchak, Nagibar, channeling the energy of Anabekoyach, Darshe Yechudcha Am Yisrael, when they seek out your Achdos, so then they need Kavala Shamer, they need to be guarded. They need to be guarded. So the question becomes, okay, that's on a simple level we understand, right? Very basically, why... When we say darshi yichudcha, do we then talk about protection? And the answer is, is because this is why we need protection. Because if we're doing our thing, there's going to be those that aren't so keen on, you know, just dropping their, you know, uh, uh, interests. Even talk, forget about other religions. This talks culturally. It's very hard for people to, to stop. Doing, even Yidin, Nebuch, that don't know, you know, what it, what it means, Shabbos. It's very difficult to, to help someone change their lifestyle, there's tremendous oppositional force to that. And that could be the cause of, of just, we'd rather eradicate what, what Hitler, Yamach Shammai, called the conscience of humanity, right? Which, which he, he believed that the Jews were the conscience of humanity and was driving him crazy because, it, because it's so much, quote-unquote, easier to just shut that voice away. And so when we are doing our job as Darshi Yechudcham, we're, we're shaking the world, so then, Rabbi Hashem, we need Shmirah for that. That's what it means on a simple level. But let's take a much deeper dive into the connection between Achtos. Hey, great to see you. Thanks for coming. Achtos and, and the eye. And let's take a look at this, this paragraph here. He says like this. On Arayim we see, You see two tzaddikim, you see two tamid chachamim. Yira tahayra ubara. He says those that are on fire, Gesundheitstag, with Yirata Hayra Ubara, with a clear and a, and a, and a really pure Yirishamayim, the Emmas. Yesh Ava Amnitis Vechibur Pnimi Nifla. You saw Rabbi Liashiv get together with Rechaim Kanievsky's Chusim Yagrelein. The love, the Ava, the. It's not like anything else in the world. And you'd think, you know, there's competition in some sense. I mean, sometimes Rabbi Liashiv could not have the same opinion as Rashlam Zalman or, or others. Even, even, I mean, because th- this is the Mardish Mind, so we're talking about Rav Cook. Famously, Rev, Rev um, who was it? Rav Zalman Maltzer? Rav Yosef Chaim. Rav Yosef Chaim Zandenfeld, Kiyadua was, was Bar Plukta with Rav Cook. But that was ideologically when they got together in person, which they often did. Tremendous ava, tremendous love between them. And you see that, yesh ava amitis, there's a true love, the chibor pnimi nifla, and there's a wondrous inner connection. Shanevea mikoyach, where does that come from? He says that comes from hashutfis ha'amukak shalahem, bekidish shem Hashem ba'olam. So beautiful. He says they're mamish partners. They're ultimately partners. Each one is playing his part 
But when they get together, there are no partners in the world that are as deep partners. In mamish, keeping the world going and bringing energy down to the world and bringing the world toward its tikkun and fulfilling the purpose of creation, it's like the strongest thing you can do. As gedolim that get together. Like mamish, a partnership on the most amazing level. Matara, and their whole existence is bound up one with the other. Two Tamil Chachamim living two sides of the world, they never met each other. They, when they sit together in person, you know, they're flying to the same place, they sit next to each other on the plane. Immediately, there's a sense of Ava that's unparalleled. Says Rav Sasson, he says, Kain tzarech liyos ba'olam kulay. This is possible to be felt, not just by Gedolim and not even just by two yid in Halavai. But he says, by every single human being that you pass by in the train station. Halavai. That all of humanity should be activated their consciousness to be able to discover the simplest truths that you and I live with, to understand that there's more to life than our own ambitions, and that we can work together as humanity to channel the spirit of, of awareness down to the world. Imagine the spirit of love, the spirit of partnership. This is possible. He says this, that everybody could be connected to that awesome light, this eternal light. That would bring incredible blessing to all of humanity. Or all of us can get together around the Torah, around the revelation, around truth, around morals, around, around MS. The Malchus of Hashem, and His presence, and doing our best to live in alignment with the way that He envisioned what humanity should look like. This is what we say. What we're davening for is that ultimately, all of them should get together and create aguda achas, one gathering together, one group. To do your will with one heart. This is the achdos of a kodesh baruch that we seek, that we seek to bring about in talking about Hashem's oneness and the oneness of the world and channeling that through all the ways that we know how to channel that through Torah and mitzvahs and concepts and, and Yiddishkeit, etc. We're, we're also trying to bring the oneness of humanity. To remind everybody that we're mamish brothers. We're all one. We're all partners. And this is the light of the world. Just like the eyes in the head of a person, the person's ability to see lights the way before him. Just like if it was pitch black at night and all of a sudden, you discover a street lamp and you plug it in and you can see where you're going. That's essentially what the eyes do for us all the time. That's what a person can't see. It's always black. That terminology, the ma'ar enayim of a person, the light of a person's eyes, the eyes hint to clarity. 
the ability to move forward, the ability to see, the ability to, to look toward a futuristic model of how things might look when things move toward Tikkun. But to, to move toward, you need to have eyes. That's what the eyes help us do. And that's why we refer to the tzaddikim as the Enei Ha'eda, right? The eyes of the people. Why? Why the eyes? Because in the same way that the eyes lead a person along, and they help a person to figure out where should I go, how should I go, how should I walk, that's what the tzaddikim do. They're our eyes. They, they shine the path. So he says, this is what the eyes are. Just like the eyes in the head of a person, and they help bring the person to the proper destination in an exact, exact way. Not to bump into other people. That's what the eyes help us do. They help us avoid all the obstacles. They help us get to where we need to get to. The opposite of that is this Lashen Ki'ivar Hamemashmesh Ba'afela. Right, like a blind person that stumbles what? In darkness. But what do you mean a blind person who stumbles in darkness? It doesn't have to be dark for a blind person to stumble. He stumbles during the day. But the answer is that for him it's dark. For him it's dark. Being blind is Ba'etzem darkness. That means that seeing is Ba'etzem light. Light, right? Ba'etzem light. He says that's what we're trying to do with our eyes. That's what we're trying to do. Amnisrael are meant to be the eyes of the world. The eyes of the world we're meant to be. Which means we're the ones that are looking forward to say, okay, okay, you know, it'll be the job of the nations of the world to figure out our present reality. Or Putner has a very beautiful piece on this in his Drashas Tachanak, I believe it's Ois Tes. Very, very beautiful. He says it's the job of the nations of the world to maintain reality as it is right now, to work within the reality of just current financial situations and social philosophy and the sciences and advancements and, and so on and so forth within the current world order. He says Am Yisrael are working to change the world order, to move things into a new phase of existence. That's our thing. That's Torah and mitzvahs. We're not, we're not sufficing with the way that things are currently. The Jewish people have contributed enormously to advance, so to speak, the physical, practical world. And Baruch Hashem, we have, we have a chilek of that also. But our vision is a vision of Shabbos, not a vision of the six days of the week. Our vision is a vision of kilu kol malachdecha asuya, when it's a whole different realm, a whole different way of being, legamre. And so, just the same way that it is for an individual, we have two choices. We can spend all of our lives focusing on the reality of being alive, which is just practical things. You need a place to live. You need, a, you need food on your table. You need to figure out you know, how to spend your time. There are practical things that you need and clothing to wear and you know, just, just all the peripheral elements of life. And then there's another focus, which is why should I spend all my time focusing on the elements that are peripheral to the, ex the experience of being alive if I could focus on why I'm alive in the first place? Like, what, why am I alive? So 99.9% .9 of the world occupies most of their time, if not all of their time, focusing on the, just the facts of life. But the fact that there are facts of life in the first place, Haloidavarhu, isn't that a fact? That's worth thinking about. What is this consciousness? What is this to be a soul in a body? 
that now needs to do A, B, C, or D. But like, why? What for? So in the same sense, the nations of the world focus on the, the quote-unquote life for the most part. Am Yisrael's job is to focus on the, the tachlis hachayim, the purpose of the world, to bring that to the world, <coughs> to infuse, so to speak, the six days of the week, the nations of the world, with the spirit of Shabbos Kaddish, which is, as we've been learning, the spirit of Emunah, which is the spirit of oneness. The spirit of oneness, that's the ultimate goal. So he says that's the connection between Am Yisrael and eyes. This element of eyes that we're talking about, to be able to see, to be able to look forward, to be able to understand that we mean to guide the world along the path of history. We mean to move the reality as it stands now into a new phase. Says Rav Rubin Sasson, we cannot mention Darsha Yechutcha without conjuring the concept of an eye for that reason. And I think it's a simple reason. What does that mean? That means that you must be looking toward a future vision. That's what it means to be a vision where all of humanity can literally get together as they are, each of them playing their own role. A vision of the unity of all of existence in the spiritual realm and the physical realm literally folded into Yudke Vavke. That's, that's sight. What we would call in metaphoric parlance, we'd call it vision. Vision. That's what it means to be a Jew. We have vision. That's one level. Says this is why the con- the concept of oneness, of unity, not just the unity of Hashem vis-a-vis other gods. That's a very simple understanding of the oneness of God. The oneness of God, it means the oneness of creation. It means the oneness of everything in my life. It means the oneness in everything in all of your lives. Every situation, circumstance, master plan, not one thing is out of place. Not one thing ever is out of place. From the standpoint of the present moment, everything is exactly the way that it needs to be. My Bechir now is to choose to take the, the, the next step in the, in the right way. Everything is part of, of his story. We call it history. His story. It's all his story that he's telling David Amalek sings also this Pasuk in Tehillim, Eloi, Amos Ki Echia. David says, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to die. Ki Echia, I want to live. What does it mean to live? Says David Amalek, Va'asafer, Maseka. I will tell your story. Not I'm going to tell some story about Hashem to someone else. In the very fact of my living, I'm telling a story. In the very fact of my living, it's Hashem's story. And in this book, he has many different chapters. And maybe our names are just chapter headings it's everything about us and all of our experiences and all of our challenges and it's, it's Mamish's story that's being lived and unfolded through us moment to moment with this complex interaction with our own Bechira that's on one level but now he speaks maybe much deeper without getting into the whole depth of it now we've spoken about this in previous year and we can't every time give the whole Hakdama but basically Very basically, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, he created the world with a system we've talked about called ten sefiros, right? Or ten midos, ten different traits, ten steps in a creative process. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is echad yachad miyuchad. His creative energy is absolutely one. And like light reflects off a prism, and the prism is a tool that reveals what is be'etzim potentially in the light, so to HaKadosh Baruch Hu created ten kalim, 
which each reflect different facets of his unity, or allow us to understand the way that he unfolded creation step after step, much like we would engage in creating something, building a building, painting a piece of artwork. Step after step. We talked about a fundamental distinction between the first three steps and the following seven steps. The first three, without getting into names now, complicating ourselves, but just for the purpose of this learning, Keser, Chachma, and Bina, which are steps one, two, and three. Keser means crown. That hints to the will of Hashem to create. Chachma means intellect. We'll talk about what it means in a second. Bina means understanding. And those are the first three. And much like in a person's own Selim Elohim, which is called our bodies, the thinking part of us is totally hidden, totally concealed. can't th- see what I'm thinking. I can't see what you're thinking. Hidden, completely hidden. So too in Hashem's creating the world, that level of Hashem, like thinking about what He wanted to create, Kivyachal, so to speak, that's the hidden spiritual realms beyond. We're going to learn about that now. And then, HaKadosh Baruch Hu starts to unfold practical creation that we can see. And those are the lower seven midos. Some of them have names that we're familiar with without getting into the whole thing now. Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, Netzachod, Yesod, and Malchus. And this is connected to the seven. These are the weak, and this is connected to all the patterns of seven that we find in our physical world that we can see, we can experience, and apprehend. If we all have one brain, and that brain is the result of us being created and just like we think, what does it mean we think? Because somehow Hashem thinks, whatever this means. Why are there two brains? Why is there Chachma and Bina? And the answer is that these two brains, so to speak, are not two completely different things. They're two kinds of thinking. And they work together. They have to work together. So Chachma, which we're going to learn about, is the big picture. The big picture. It's the idea that comes into a person's head when they are the outset of a project, especially artistic people, creative people, in, in any discipline, the arts or the sciences. Or in Torah, a person has a dream to write a, a safer. That's Chachma. Wow, a whole safer. You think about what the topic is. You think, generally speaking, about what you want to cover in the Sefer, that's called Chachma. That's the first big, what we call big picture. Or like we mentioned before, and you see where this is going, vision. Because it's all-encompassing. It's the whole thing. Bina is the details. So now I want to write a Sefer. Well, I have to be practical. Practical. How much time is it going to take? What do I need? Um, you know, what farm am I going to need to go through first to distill the information? How do I want it to be arranged? Do I want it to be in Hebrew and English? V'chule, v'chule. These are, this is called Bina, that's the details. Chachma and Bina, and they interact. They interact one with the other. Again, without going into each prat now, just on a Chachma level, Chachma is connected, oh, oh, let's start with Bina. Bina is connected to hearing. And the reason for this very simply is because if Bina is the cognitive process, the kind of thinking that's detail by detail by detail by detail, then that would make it connected to the ears, which can only hear one thing at a time. One thing at a time. 
can't hear two people talking, talking over each other, talking pa past each other. It doesn't work. E each thing has to be on its own. Two, two things you can't hear at the same time. Chachma, though, is connected to what? It's connected to vision. Connected to re'iya, to seeing. Why? Because if a person stands back, they see everything. Everything, everything, everything. They see the big picture, right? That's the concept of Chachma. And we have sources in Chazal for this. We say every morning, V'seim v'libeinu, Bina, Lahavin, Lahaskil, L'shmoya. Bina is connected to hearing. Chachma is a whole different thing. Shkach, thank you. Chachma is a whole different thing. Ezehu, Chacham, Haroya, Esanayla. Chachma is connected to seeing. Seeing and hearing. Now let's go back inside. Beautiful, beautiful. They're very connected to that also. Mikol Adam. Absolutely. And Haroya es Hanoilad is exactly the kind of vision we were talking about to see what is going to happen, right? That's what it means. To see the future, to see down the line. Down the line. Okay, so he says, Alkain, let's go back inside. Alkain, Mishuli, Hia, Achtos, Kaya, Klalis, Likolach, and it's connected to the eyes. She said, Ari'io, which is the concept of seeing. The said, Hachachma. And it's the secret mystery of this concept of Chachma, big picture thinking. The whole project, seeing, standing back, taking everything in. And if you think about it very deeply, I'm like, I wish we had the time properly to mamish go through things properly. Limited. If you think about it more abstractly, if Kesser and Chachma are the first two steps of the creative process, then whatever is going to unfold from them later on in the creative process, in the later steps, like the seven days of the week, especially as you get further and further and further, like to the very end, which is Malchus, in the higher realms, as the root of the tree, as the root of all the branches and all the leaves and everything that's going to grow and sprout out from it, it's because they're connected to one essential root that all of these leaves have a shaykhis one with the other. Right? Because otherwise, if I didn't know about the roots, then I look at a tree and I see 2,000 leaves. And, okay, saying like, what's, what's shaykhis? And it's not enough just to tell me, well, listen, uh, look past the leaves and see there are branches, there are branches, and those little branches are connected to the bigger branches, those bigger branches are connected to the trunk of the tree. It's true. But that doesn't tell me something essential about the connectivity between one leaf and another. But if I tell you that they all came from the same seed, mamish, that they all came from the same seed, then they're fundamentally bound together. They're coded together. They're, they're, they're absolutely intertwined one with the other. So when I want to talk about the unity of a creation that is the result of seven days of creation all the way down until the last day where everything is unfolded, everything is created. And I want to talk about the unity of that thing. So where do I point to? I point to Chachma. I point to those realms of Keser and really Chachma. Because Keser is called Ayin. It's like, it's just the will of Hashem. It's even beyond thinking about anything. It's just, so we talk about Chachma. So he says that, go back inside. He says, this is the side, the mystery of what we say every morning. Kulam 
Bechachma Asisa. If I want to know Kulam, I want to have a Tfisas Ein, I want to have a perspective on the world that sees everything as Kulam, as, as one, so then I need to realize that Bechachma Asisa, that everything that was created, everything around me is, is where? Is rooted where? Bechachma Asisa. Memele Kulam, which is the site of Ri'ia, Ezu Chacham Haraya. Ubir in Imiksarahis, he says very basically to understand this. We know that the world was created step after step after step. From the apex, the pinnacle of, of infinity, which is Hashem. Until our experience of this chair being here and that chair being there. Just our experience within a limited world of six directions. We talked about Aleph Beis Gimel. Uberacious Brias Ha'ilamis in the earliest dawn of the creation. Hayuklulam Ba'achtas Atsuma. Everything was just was just collected into one tiny drop to a spark to a Gazuntai. Believe Khanas Pratam Bihilik Bahinas with no no distinction, no multiplicity, no disparity, no disconnection. Vukamashal Tipa Sazera, Mamish like a seed. Tipa Sazera. Just uh, the, the whole fetus and all the development of the person is all wrapped up into his DNA. Before the child starts to develop in the womb, it's just, everything's included just in a tiny, tiny one whole organism. The same thing. In the beginning of the creation, the formation of the world, so to speak, in a divine seed. Everything is created is in in one nikuda, one kernel. Kulam in that place of bechachma asisa. That's just the 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 kernel of holiness. Rashis hayesh, the earliest dawn. Of anything being created, Hamiir mevechinas hachachma, which shines forth from this place of chachma, Hamashul la'av, which is always connected to the concept of a father. Without getting to all this now, and when everything is seen through the prism, where I'm not looking at the leaf of a tree or even at the leaves, but I'm looking at the tree and I'm chapping that there's a seed here that everything sprouted from. See, it's like, it's, it's like Ki'ilu, we're looking at all the leaves when they're still absolutely unified in the, in the, in the sea. It's like looking at a, at a person's child and seeing Kibiyachal, how they, they were once included within the, phys, the physiology of the father. It, it's like looking at, 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 at anything and understanding that in some sense, it's still bound up with its shirish in the deepest way possible. Without any period. I'm going to have to split this into two shirim, which is possible. Not ideal, but definitely possible. Okay, Alkane. Therefore, Bishashan writes in Levatias Madrigas Yisrael, Sheim Heim Darshi Yichon Hashem When we want to talk about Am Yisrael on this mission, revealing the unity of Akadish Baruch in the world, revealing the unity of the world seen as extensions of him, so to speak. So, we got to talk about the eye, the koyach ha-re'iya, the bechina, the, the, the aspect of chachma, which is connected to sight. 
this divine vision, which looks at the world with vision, taking everything in, meaning to say, even though we might look at each thing one at a time, because we don't have eyes in the back of our heads, and we're only ever positioned one place where we are. We can't literally take the whole of existence in at once, but it means that wherever we look, we look past the facade of this thing as being an independent thing, and we find the shirish, wherein everything else in the world shares that same shirish. We see the shirish hayesh within everything that we look at. That's called amuna. It's a whole different thing. Not just amuna that there's a God that created the world and he's one God and there aren't other gods. It's that wherever a Jew looks, he sees the pulsating energy of the creator deep inside of it, being aware of that. And the whole world comes together like the Mishkan, which is exactly what this world is supposed to be. A Mishkan. Adira betachtain. Like the Pasuk says, Vahaya Mishkan Echad. All the different pieces, they put them together, they put it up. One Mishkan. Vahaya HaMishkan Echad. Al-Kain, therefore, when we talk about the Achdos of Am Yisrael and what we're trying to do in the world, we say, okay, so once we're connecting to the Kayach of the eye, so you built in a mechanism around the eye. And now we're understanding physiologically why we are built with eyelids. Because there's nothing that needs more protection than this Kayach of, of, of oneness. It's, it's unbelievably deep. Unbelievably deep. There's nothing that needs more protection in the body than the eyes. It needs to be cleaned as frequently. All of us are doing it right now. Don't be conscious of it, but you're blinking all the time. All the time you're blinking, right? Why? Because subliminally, spiritually, at the spiritual root, at the shirish for what eyes are, there's nothing that the Yetzirah wants to battle against in one form or another than a Jew maintaining this deeper perspective on life. Memela, we have eyelids. Because I got a sparkle, we need protection. We, this needs to be protected. And I ask you, is it for nothing? That Dafka, every, t- every day, when we're proclaiming our mission statement, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad, are we covering our eyes? So there are a few reasons why we cover our eyes. The more simple reason that we're covering our eyes is because sometimes in order to mamish, 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 have faith, uh, that, you know, in Hashem's oneness and unity, we, we have to look away from the physical world and understand that there's a deeper reality, and that's true on one level. But based on what we're saying, it's, it's gewaldic in a whole different level. It's a whole different kavana to have, right? A whole different kavana to have when we cover our eyes, because we say, Rabbana Shalalem, this is very, very important to, to say, and we're going to end here, because I... We're going to have to do a, another share next week um, on this. We're saying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is what the Yetzirah is after. In all of his different ways that the Yetzirah comes to, to, to attack me and to pressure me and to push me, and to, it's this that he wants to prevent me from holding on to, is the perspective that Shema Yisrael Hashem Elikeinu Hashem Echad. Elikeinu is Elikim, is Gematria HaTeva, is nature. Hashem Elikeinu. It's, it's, I can look beyond the facade of Teva, I can find Yudke Vavke there. So when a Jew is about to connect with this mission, with this perspective, so we're recognizing that we need so much Shmira. 
We need so much shmira when we're trying to live this way. And that's maybe why we're covering our eyes. It's not enough just, you know, to have, to have uh, the eyelids in that sense. You can't just close. It's like mamish nagibar, maybe. It's the, the concept of kavura. Kavura is always in the yadayim, right? To like extra, extra, extra protect. To extra protect. Let's finish this paragraph. Kivavas, kemoi bebas enoi, like the pupil of an eye. Kidarshe yechud chahem. Why are we asking you to guard us like the pupil of an eye? Because we just made reference to the fact that we are darshe yechudcha. And the yichud of the world is in the chachma of the world. And chachma is connected to the eyes. And the eyes is connected to vision. And we're trying to point all of humanity toward an eventual perspective where all of us can be brothers and sisters. Where all of us can mamish join together as partners, no less. Like we said, then Rav Liashiv sitting with the Rav Zalman, every human being can feel that kinship, can feel that brotherhood, can feel that partnership, mamish partnership. So then, we're connecting now to the Bechina of the Ayin, to the aspect of the eye, of vision. Of unity, then guard us. There's no guarding like that that aspect of, of the eyelids, which so effortlessly come down over the eyes. That's their whole tafkid, it's just to just to cover the eyes. All the, the, the details, the technical elements of how Kodesh Baruch Hu created perfectly that our eyes should have this built-in mechanism. We don't even think about it. It's effortless. Imagine if it took effort to blink. It would be, we'd, we'd spend the whole day just like, ah. Because like, you have to do it so many times. We, do, we don't even think about it. Someone will look it up after. How many times you blink in a day? Thousands? Tens of thousands? I don't know. Probably Thousands. Elias is already on it, right? Thousands of times, tens of thousands of times. Unbelievable. The Alkain, therefore, Yeh Hashem Elekeinu, and he says this Dafka, Hashem Elekeinu, Shamreinu Kevalas Einu. Let a Kaddish Baruch Hu guard us like the pupil of an eye. Kizem Masha Anu Be'emes, because that's exactly what we are. And here he quotes a pasuk. Huh? How many? Nine hundred to one thousand two hundred times an hour. An hour. Yeah. Nineteen thousand times a day. There you go. Can you imagine that? 19,000 times we're blinking. It's unbelievable. Hashem created the body. It's, it's just wild. So here he says that this is Pshad and Apostle from Zechariah. It's mom, it's so beautiful. It's so mavur. Look, it's, it's literally everything we just said is in this Pasuk. Kikoy Amar Hashem Savakai. So said a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Achar Kavai Shalchani Elagoyim. After my honor. Shalchani Elagoyim. For the purpose of bringing my presence, my glory to the world, I sent you to the Goyim. That are negating you. Because whoever will, will touch you will impact you. Is tampering with my the pupil of my eye, says Hashem. So here you have in this context what our mission is. When it is that it's likely that we're going to have negative Opposition, both from the outside and, like we said, from the inside. And Akadosh Baruch Hu makes reference to his protecting us in that moment, with his eyelid, to come and protect that element of vision. 
that vision of unity, that perspective that looks at the world that has manifested. We live in the world of Asiya, but we recognize Kulam. We can see the unity of existence when? Bechachma Asisa. When we recognize that everything sprouted from that place where it was completely, indivisibly unified with HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chvaydai U'va'atzmai. And of course, to end, you know, let's read there of Cook first and then we'll, and then we'll finish, just two lines. V'kasher al yidei kesher koydesh zeh, goes back to that piece. Through this holy kesher that we're making, we're binding the whole world together. Nasis haknisiyah ha-yisraelis enoy shal oylem we become the eye of the world and its light. This, this, what he calls this beautiful Knesiyah Yisraelis. This, this gathering together that the Jewish nation caused doesn't mean a gathering of Jews. It means this capacity that we have uniquely to bring a message of unity to the whole world. We become the eye and the light of the world. Until without this, there's really no value to, to the whole reality without this. Because like we said before, you can live your whole life and focus on the facts of life, like once you're alive, but why? Why am I living? That's our, that's our place. Therefore we say, No, Gibar, please. Gibar, mighty one, Guard us like the pupil of your eye, those that are darshi yichudcha. Why might we mention this on Shabbos? Because like we said in previous shirim, Shabbos represents the very end of creation. When everything is done, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks, everything is finished already, the world is ready. Can you imagine everything is like fresh, new, polished, clean? Like Imagine what it was like. Fresh. Totally fresh. It's true. But mamish, fresh, gleaming. Glittering, just a natural world, untainted yet by humanity. Beautiful world. But on on the other hand, the most dangerous place. Because until that point, it was still a process of development where there's still connection between the creator and the creation. But at this point, it's just creation. And Adam and Chava have the capacity to choose to Look away from the Creator. But we know very deeply that I'll be Pnimius, and we sing this in the Chadaydi, Soif Masa B'machshavat Chila. Soif Masa B'machshavat Chila. Paradoxically, in some way, there's an even greater connection with the, be- with the very beginning, at the very end, than anything in between because that's all the very beginning was. It was just the plan to bring this into existence. And if we have this perspective, a Shabbistic perspective, on Shabbos we look toward the Chachma. We see Mamish, the oneness, the unity of the world. That's the Emunah of Shabbos Kodesh. That's where we separate from the six days of the week. We connect to our national mission, which is to sit and to be aware of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And to recognize that the creation has a creator and is infused as one with the light of the creator. And that's the, do this year in two parts, but that's part one to understanding. Just to prep, next week we're going to focus on the Rasha Tevis. I'm telling you, mind-blowing, like not to be believed. Very, very deep. We'll go through it slowly and carefully.
Okay, Thank you so much. A good start. <laughs> A great start.